0: For the past 2,000 years, the the cross has been the historic symbol of those who know and love and follow Jesus Christ. It wasn't the manger that would have been a good symbol, pointing back to his incarnation when God became flesh, Emmanuel. God took residence with us. It wasn't a basin with a towel draped over it, symbolic of his servant's life and heart, which would have been appropriate for he said, I didn't come to be served, but to serve, to give my life as a ransom for many. And so the cross of Jesus Christ is at the center of our faith. The New Testament says the apostles preached Christ, And him crucified. That was the heart of the message. That Jesus, God's son, came to die. A substitute in our place for our sin. And they preached that knowing full well that that was a stumbling block to any Jew. It didn't make sense that Messiah, the coming king, would end up on a Roman cross. And it was sheer madness, folly, foolishness to the Gentiles. We come as his church tonight, with his church gathered around this city, this country around the world, to remember the one who knew no sin, the one who became sin on our behalf, that through him we might stand rightly before our holy God. When Jesus took the cup and the bread, he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after supper, when he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, no longer in the blood of an animal, of a lamb, a bull, a goat. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Can I suggest that God's people from the very beginning, like us, have been a forgetful lot? And God, in his mercy and grace, has given us the bread and the cup to remind us. He says, this is how I want you to remember me. There are a lot of things that the disciples could have pointed to. He could have said, remember my example, my humility, how I treated people with grace and kindness, rich and poor, Jew and foreigner, leper, a Samaritan, a woman, a demonized person. He could have said, remember my teaching, the authority in which I taught like no one else. Remember the commands I've given you. He could have said, remember my miracles. You need to remember that when you're going through hard things. Of my power available for you. He could have said, Remember my prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. But Jesus said, Remember me, and in particular, remember the cross, my sufferings, the humiliation. The beatings, the nails, the sword, the mocking, the taunting, the spitting, the 39 lashes. Remember how I gave up my life for you as a demonstration of my love. Now, at face value, the cross looks like utter defeat, the worst imaginable tragedy that could have ever happened. Yet, Paul says the message of the cross is the power of God. The cross points to the power of God, Jesus Christ, suspended between heaven and earth, unable to do much. Struggling for a breath. The power of God. How so? The power of God's love. John tells us in chapter 3, For God so loved the world, so loved you, that he sent his one and only son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him not perish, but have eternal life. Paul said in Romans 5, 8, God demonstrates his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The power of God's love, the power of God that brings victory, destroying the curse of death, the devil, and our sin nailed to the cross. As we heard earlier read from the prophet Isaiah, all we like sheep have gone astray. Each of us have turned to our own way. And yet the Lord has laid on Christ the iniquity, the sin of us all. The message of the cross is the power of God, his love, his victory. The power of the cross is greater than our troubled past. The weight of our guilt, the scars that will not disappear, so visible to our own hearts. The message of the cross is the power of God to reconcile us. Something we were incapable of doing. To bring us back to God. The God who made us. The God who loves us. The God who we turned our back on. Peter said in 1 Peter 3. For Christ died for sins once for all. The righteous, that is Christ. For the unrighteous, that is me and you. For this purpose. To bring you to God. To bring you into a relationship with God. The power of God that brings New life is the power of the message of the cross. His death, our life, to all those who trust in him. Jesus' blood is his lifeblood that was spilled for you and me to give us life. Remember Christ this Good Friday. Draw near to Christ tonight. this historical moment that has changed history and changes our stories, our past, our present, our future. Draw near to Christ. Be humbled by his sufferings. As he experienced the abandonment of the Father taking on your sin and mine, remember Christ. Will you pray with me? Lord, we remember that the blood flowed for the first time for sin in the Garden of Eden. As you sacrificed those animals to give Adam and Eve a protective covering as they would walk into a world now cursed, separated from you. We remember the blood flowed from the ram on Mount Moriah. Lord, your gracious provision for Abraham and young Isaac. We remember the blood of the Passover lamb that was spread over the doorposts of your people in Egypt in obedience to your word. And tonight we remember the blood that flowed down from your brow and your hands and your side and your feet, Lord Jesus, for us. You are the Lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the world. Like the garments made for Adam and Eve, you are our protective covering from the holiness of God we dare not enter into. Like the ram caught in the thicket, you are God's gracious provision, our substitute. And like that Passover lamb, you saved us from judgment and the angel of death. And so, Lord God, we eat this bread and drink from this cup with humble, grateful hearts. We pray all these things in Christ's name. God's people said, amen.